Welcome to the Boater's Lounge. This is a new podcast series brought to you by Oasis Marinas. My name's Scott Butts, and I'm so proud to serve as a member of the Oasis Marinas team and to be your host for our conversations right here in the Boater's Lounge. In this series, we envision the forum can inspire, inform, and educate our audiences by bringing together thought leaders from across the marine industry, our partners, our friends, and experts as we explore various topics affecting us and the boating community nationwide, and eventually across the globe. Our mission's pretty simple here. We want to engage with our team, our boaters, our marina owner partners, and the boating community at large. Today, I've got Matt Shipman sitting down with me in Annapolis. We're excited to have this conversation. Matt is the president of Oasis. Matt's a native of Pennsylvania. Lancaster, Matt, I think, is, is, uh, is where you grew up. Is that That's right? That's right, Scott. Hey, he, he, Matt um, completed his undergrad degree from Penn State University, received a master's degree from MIT. Most importantly, as we're entering here into Veterans Day, Matt's a combat veteran, having served as a U.S. Navy SEAL and former McKinsey and Company consultant after his time in the military. Um, credible service. Want to say thank you, Matt, for your service to our country. Thank you, Scott, and thank you for the same. I yeah, appreciate the support um, to, and to all our veterans. We're so proud to be able to serve the red, white, and blue, my friend. Um, but an incredible business leader, just a, 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 a really impressive background, um, and, and you've got a lot of experience in finance and information systems, um, you know, bottom line is everybody that knows that gets an opportunity to work with you is that you've got incredible experience. You're the real deal, but I'd say way above all that experience is you're a great person, great character, care about others, and uh, and I'm thrilled to be to be teamed up with you here at, at Oasis. And I know the entire organization is proud to be serving along your side. So, Matt, welcome to the ba- to the Boaters Lounge. Thank you, Scott. It's great to be here, and appreciate you hosting us today uh, in our home office in Annapolis. So, so how you been doing, man? How's everything going? It's been going well. Been going well. Business is growing. We're uh, building an awesome team here at Oasis, and we couldn't be more more excited about the future for the industry for Oasis Marinas and what we're able to deliver to our boaters. So, um, really great times. You know, we got uh, we got a great view here in Annapolis for for all of our listeners who uh, have shared time at our at our world headquarters right here overlooking the U.S. Naval Academy, Ego Alley, uh, downtown Annapolis. It's a beautiful scene for those of you that haven't come down to see uh, this great city or spent time at our at our uh, offices here in Annapolis. And I invite you to come on down, a great city to be in. Um, I'm, I'm fired up to get the conversation rolling. Today we're going to talk about a few things. Let's tee up an agenda. So we want to uh, have all of our teammates get to know you a little better. So we're hoping we can we can just explore your background a little bit and uh, and have you share some lessons you've learned along the way. We want to talk about your role as the president of Oasis Marinas. What you're thinking about on a day to day basis? Um, I know you're passionate about our team, passionate about our customers, um, and just get some thoughts on on what's on your mind these days. And then and then we'll dive a little bit into value create, uh, what it means in the marine industry, and and ultimately um, how you're driving the organization to achieve it. Um, now, I, I know you've heard this one before, but because but, uh, I do it in all of our, our podcasts now, but if you had your druthers, i got to ask you, Matt, is it power? Is it sail? Where- I'm going to go with sail, though. Okay. Yep. And, uh, and, and where are you going? I'd love to uh, sail the Great Loop. 
Okay, the Great Loop. Great so, loop. so pretty interesting here. Once you describe that, my, everybody might not understand what the Great Loop is. Yep. So, Great Loop is uh, you know a, a continuous waterway path that basically starts through the Great Lakes. You can transit, uh, travel right down the eastern seaboard through the Gulf of Mexico up the Mississippi River and right back to where you started. So, along the path, the Great Loop, you get to see a, a ton of cities in the United States. Um, you know, a part of the world that's right in our backyard and I haven't had the opportunity to see. So uh, I think it'd be a great experience just to see more of our own country um, and all the interesting cultures and cities that, that make it up. Well, I hope you get a chance to do it someday. And, and uh, what I'd say is, what are you waiting on, man? I need like 45 days off. Man. All right, all right, here we go. So so uh, Austin's great. That would be uh, an incredible journey. And, and I know we've, I think we've got some, some folks that are, around the company has actually actually done the Great Loop. I think that's right. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. Okay, good. Um, so let's talk about uh, a little bit about your background. So, so way back in the beginning, um, you, you got to tell me about growing up in rural Pennsylvania and in, in Lancaster. Um, and, and importantly, what, what I think um, I'd love to hear, and I'm sure others would too, is, is who are some of the people that had, had a great influence on your life um, as, you were, you were, as you were coming up um, as a young one in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I mean, tons of influencers in my life. And I think, you know, like most people on earth, you, you look to your family first. So I have a, an amazing brother. Um, you know, he taught me a lot, and he taught me a lot in the hard way. Uh, I had parents that would enable me and, and let me be the person I wanted to be, coach me and teach me along the way, let me fail, pick me up when I hit the ground, but never told me what to do or when to do it. Um, and I think I learned a lot through those failures. Um, you know, later in life, I had mentors in the military that um, helped guide me and, and mature me as a leader um, and helped find my footing as I was, you know, leaving college and entering the military. And, um, you know, even today, Scott, I think members of our board at Oasis, people that guide me as a leader and um, have helped elevate me in my career and support me along the way, you know, I have a, some a sense of personal gratitude to you. So thank you for, for the mentorship you've provided me recently. Well, I tell you, you know, it's, um, I, I appreciate that, Matt. We're, we're thrilled, you know, just to, as a member of the board, and, and, uh, but certainly all the folks that get a chance to serve with you and, and this team every day. Um, we find it a real privilege just to be around the group at Oasis, the, the, um, the intellect, the creativity and initiative and passion and purpose drive that, that, uh, that all of our team members have. And it, it's a real pleasure to be able to to, to sit here close to you all and see what you're doing and hopefully help a little bit along the way or be able to get a resource to you. That, that's what we're trying to do. You know, these influences um, that happen all throughout our life, um, and I've I, I found that the folks that, that, uh, that cared about you deeply and, uh, but also were real tough on you um, and had a, kind of an unrelenting um, set of expectations and, and almost non-negotiable a set of standards, but also cared about you really deeply. That those are folks that that uh, that, that that end up being your greatest life influences. I've never met anybody that said that the folks that had the greatest influence on them were the ones that didn't teach them much, uh, were easy on them, kind of let them take the easier path. I've never met anybody that said that uh, somebody who had the greatest influence on them didn't care about them deeply. I've never run into somebody that said that. And Eden, you you treat the people that that you care about. So this is this is a great start to the conversation. You know, you've got a great background. You know, a degree from uh, a Big Ten school and then MIT. Um, obviously, a an, an extremely 
uh, rigorous academic institution and and an extremely reputable one that that uh, is highly selective to be a part of. Um, your experience in the in in the Navy and a lot of folks uh, know your background. I know you don't talk about it a lot, but a lot of people know your background. Um, serving with um, and and a a uh, uh, truly elite and select uh, part of the military in the U.S. Navy SEALs, um, and then your time at McKinsey, uh, learning and and uh, driving all kinds of businesses to solutions and outcomes and. Um, well, I'd love to just, I know I teed up some of it there, but just hear a little bit about your path, um, kind of how it staged and, and ultimately what got you to here. I think our team would love to hear more about the journey. Absolutely, Scott. And, um, you know, it's been a long journey and, and I've had the good fortune of seeing a lot of different things in, in my life so far. And um, as you teed it up, it really started at Penn State, you know, and it started with the dream and I always did want to join the Navy and, and seek that profession and um, fortunately it worked out and I had an opportunity. And I think through nine and a half years, I learned a lot about being a leader and navigating a very interesting and diverse group of people and stakeholders. You know, we have ambassadors of countries that I were, was able to talk to and generals. Um, and we also had teammates that were right on the front lines and very literally in the trenches. And, you know, one day you're engaged with those teammates in the trenches and the next day you're debriefing a general. And I think there's a difference. Um, And what you learn is that up and down that entire leadership structure, uh, almost always everyone wants the exact same thing. Um, And if you learn to navigate it and you learn to communicate, you can, you can bridge gaps and, and the teammates on the ground and that are the most close to the action can start to understand what's in the general's head or the ambassador's head. And you can really bring that vision to life. So I think as a leader that in the Navy is an extraordinary experience and um, something that I was really proud to, to, to take away. And it, it led me through the first decade of my professional career and, and I loved it and it was hard to leave. And frankly, I, I left because the Navy wasn't going to allow me to stay in the trenches as much as I wanted to. I wanted to be a leader. I wanted to be a platoon commander. I wanted to be at an outstation in Afghanistan or Iraq. And I was fortunate enough to get into graduate school. I seized that opportunity. And um, two years later, fortunate enough to join McKinsey and Company. Um, and McKinsey gave me an extraordinary opportunity to, to engage with world-class leaders of Fortune 500 companies and learn how they think about their businesses strategically. Um, learn how they communicate in their own right and how they, they take that vision and, and pass it off to their team so that they can execute. And I had the good privilege of helping them do that and structuring their thoughts in a way that would transpire through the organization. But what I didn't get to see at McKinsey was action. I, I was able to create a plan. I was able to, to look at an initiative or take on a problem and come up with a, a potential solution, but I didn't get to put it in place. Um, and that was always lacking for me is I wanted to have action. I wanted to be able to see my plan put in place and see it have the impact that I hoped it would. Um, So when I had an opportunity to leave McKinsey and join a a colleague to start a financial technology company, I did that. Um, It was an awesome experience creating an application, a a kind of hybrid bank brokerage platform. We we managed to get it to a $20 million valuation. It's still alive today. And 
Um, I did that for about a year. Um, was going great, but when a company like Access Holdings calls you and tells you you can take a leadership position in one of their portfolio companies, you can't say no. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, and I had to take it. Um, super proud of where my fintech company landed and how I left it, but um, the journey with Oasis Marinas and Access Holdings has been incredible, and it really has been the pinnacle of a lot of leadership lessons I've learned in the past, You know, the learning to communicate and set a vision, but also learning to see these initiatives put in place. So um, you know, thank you as a board member for trusting me with this company and the leadership position. I've been fortunate enough to be afforded, and um, I can't wait to see what the future holds for us. You know, in a, an, a lot, I don't, I don't know that a lot of folks know that that you're an entrepreneur and and that you did start a business, and I'm sure that that's got you lessons that have, that have helped you connect with, you know, our founder Dan Cowens and and what he he envisioned and and built from the beginning here. You know, it's probably a connection that that uh, a lot of folks don't realize that you've you've been through that breach, um, in, in in along your journey. And and you know, has that been helpful? And you know, as as you continue to pick up on on his vision and and as you've had a relationship about what it is to start a business and go through, it's been totally helpful, Scott. And and there's a difference between starting a business, growing a business, and um, maturing a company. And and you know, the difference is it's it's pretty simple. It's when you start a business, you're in a fight every single day to find a new customer. You're in a fight every single day to do exactly what that new customer needs you to do to, to, to land the business, to land the deal, to provide them the support they need because they are your only one and they are your one and only customer that you're serving. The challenge is when you achieve what Dan has managed to achieve and you grow a business now that has 50 clients, 100 clients, 200 clients, you have to figure out a way to serve them all. Um, and you have to give them all exceptional service. And you can't do that one by one. You have to come up with ways to deliver impact systemically, programmatically um, for every one of your clients. Um, this is the challenge that you face in maturing a business. So taking all those sort of one-off initiatives, those um, unique requests, and pulling them into uh, you know, a lake, if you will, that, that lets you address the problems collectively and helping clients understand that when you do that effectively, you actually create even more value for them. Um, so that's the mission of today. We're growing this company. We're maturing this company. Um, alongside Dan, I'm, I can't wait to see where it goes. So it's a great segue, and um, appreciate us going, going through your background. I want to talk um, in this last section about value creation. This is a big topic. It's a tough one for, for a lot of us to get our arms around um, because there's so many tentacles. Um, to value creation and so many aspects that drive success in creating value. Uh, but if you could break it down for us, you know, what's the general idea um, with value creation? And then, and then let's move into how that's applicable in the, in the marine industry and specifically to Oasis. Sure. So, Scott, as I look at value creation, it's, um, there, there's, there's a lot of different, I think, lenses to view value creation from. And, and, and I'll start with a client because that's, that's who we are. We start with our clients. And Value can come in two forms. There's your sort of quantifiable value, the things that, you know, uh, we want to do for our marina owners. We want to grow the bottom line. We want to grow their businesses. We want to make their, their companies um, more impactful. And you do that through creating value to the boater, ultimately. You create, do it by creating a great brand, a great service to the end customer. Um, so that's really where we're focused. But I think there's another angle of value that's worth mentioning, and it gets back to our, one of our core values and purpose. You know, there's a, a bigger purpose here and a greater value for 
consolidating the marina industry in the way that Oasis is and the way that our you know, private equity and institutional partners are helping us consolidate the industry. Um, I mean, with that consolidation comes profound impact to things like ESG initiatives. Um, workplace safety is going to improve. Um, we're actively addressing those things every single day. Uh, compliance to environmental standards is going to get better as the industry consolidates, and we're going to lead the way on those things. I'm a focus on topics like diversity and inclusion. Um, they're going to continue to advance under Oasis's leadership in the space. So these things are, you know, extraordinarily valuable to me and I think our teammates and many of our clients, I think it also resonates with them. Um, and frankly, for our private equity institutions, there are limited partners and the people that invest in their funds. We're in a, a world where we recognize there's a lot of opportunity to grow. And more than anything else, I'm extraordinarily grateful to have an opportunity to advance the world in that way um, and do it in a way that's profitable and and you know, in the interest of, of capitalism, which I'm a believer in, um, continuing to drive value for our clients to the bottom line, um, do it in a way that's socially and economically responsible. Um, so for me, at the high level, that's, that's what value is. So as we talk about, in your, kind of your last comment there, we talked about delivering value to customers and clients. What, what does that really look like, and how do we charge our team and from contracting to the service that's provided on the dock to the amenities that are provided. Talk, you know, talk to us a little bit about what delivering value to customers and clients really looks like. So delivering, for me, delivering value to customers and clients, is it starts with really understanding who we want to be as an organization, you know, defining what our brand is and what it's going to be three, four, five years from now. Um, and for us, for Oasis, it's delivering a world-class customer experience, an experience to the boater. And it comes in the form of excellent amenities, making sure that the, the restaurants on site are operated exceptionally well. If we're leasing those restaurants out to clients, um, to, to third-party clients, that the, the people, that the, those clients that we're leasing the real estate out to uphold the same standards of Oasis. Um, it comes in the form of making sure that the service departments we have are, are run at an exceptional level of professionalism. It means our teammates are in uniform and there to greet boaters as they enter the marina, um, delivering a customizable service. I imagine a world for Oasis where every one of our boater customers has a profile and we know what they paid for last time they joined the marina. They know what bottle of wine they, they ordered. They know what food they ordered at a restaurant, and our teammates that are there at the marina have the opportunity to deliver that customizable service to every single one of the boaters. That, to me, is what success looks like. And I think when you do that in a way that is differentiated, you're going to create value for the boaters. They're gonna, you're going to create an experience that they're willing to pay for, and that creates value for our marina owner clients, our institutional partners. So for me, it starts with the, the end in mind. It starts with the boater in mind. Everything else falls into place after that. When I think about differentiation, um, and this is a great way to, to bring home value creation, um, I think the word uniqueness and, and challenge and charge our entire organization to determine and to deliver on true uniquenesses, meaning things that we do that truly no one else can do that are requirements for our, our boaters, 
for our marina owners and the community at large requirements for them to define success with their experience on the water. That's the game, and that's where that's how we're truly going to elevate and um, and be differentiating in all that we do. I agree, Scott. Matt, this is a great conversation, man. Um, very insightful on value creation at the, at the end. Uh, let, me, let me kind of bring us, bring us back to the agenda. And today we, we got a great opportunity uh, to share a conversation with Matt Shipman, our president at Oasis Marinas. Matt, really appreciate you sharing about your background, some of the leadership influences that you've had in your life. Um, we talked about value creation, and, and I sure hope that this has been you know, a great experience for all of our listeners and, and maybe they'll go and, and come back a couple times and listen because there's some real nuggets of gold in there. So Matt, thank you. Thank you, Scott. Hey, I've got a lightning, a lightning round for you. I always end up here. Send it. Uh, best boat name. I, I said this before. I like tipsy. Tipsy. Got okay. a lot of meanings. Okay. Well, yeah. that goes right into my next question. What's yeah. the best drink? Well, as you mentioned, I grew up in rural Pennsylvania, so uh, keeping it simple, it's a good old Budweiser for me. There you go. Good old Budweiser. Okay. Okay. Uh, best lesson that you've learned as a leader? Um, the best lesson, you know, I'd say the lessons are learned through failure. So, you know, it's the times you, you just find yourself bouncing off the ground that you, you learn lessons. I, I, wouldn't, I don't want to anchor myself to one, but um, they're the things that sting. It's okay to fail. Yep. It's, it's okay, okay to, to fail. fail. It's okay to take chances yeah. to make a bet. And, That's right. Uh, all the world can ever ask take anyone risk. is to be right more times than you're wrong. Take risk. Yep. Yep. Just don't keep failing the same thing over and over again. Nope. Never. Like <laughs> never the same Learn thing from twice. It. All right. Last last one. You 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 run into yourself some years back when you're younger. You have an opportunity to to bump into your younger self back at Penn State University, let's say, and and uh, what advice you give your younger self? Oh, Scott, I'd say be more patient. I think you might have actually told me that two weeks ago also. So I need to be more patient with uh, things around me. Um, change, good change takes time. Um, it, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of dedication, and it always takes time. But um, for me, it's patience. So um, it's something I, I, I always look forward to, to getting better at. I love that. I love for us all to think about. If we could run into our younger selves, what kind of advice would we, would we give? You know, I'd say work on relationships more. If I got a chance to run into myself way back when, I'm old, way long time ago, I'd say, man, value relationships and work hard at them. That's a great one, too, Scott. That's a good one, too. Hey, so, Matt, thanks for sitting down today and taking time to talk with us in the Boater's Lounge. I hope everybody enjoyed this conversation and episode with Matt Shipman. Tune in each week for more from Oasis Marinas, including interviews with company leaders and team members, discussions with our partners and industry industry friends, voter tips, tricks, and more. Hey, don't forget to follow us on social media at Oasis Marinas on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. If there's a guest or a topic you'd like for us to feature, please give me a shout, let us know, or email us at info at oasismarinas.com. That's info at oasismarinas.com. In the meantime, keep the throttle down and sales tight. So long.